Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a friend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Friends, welcome to another episode of The Happy Hour. Before I tell you about today's show, I want to tell you something is that I'm having a lot of fun on Instagram these days, basically because I'm giving away some amazing things right now. If you don't follow me over there, now's your chance because every week leading up to the release of my newest book, UBU, I'm giving away some of my favorite things. So head on over to Instagram. Make sure you're following me. I'm at Jamie Ivy. Or I'll make it easy for you guys. You can text UBU to 33777. That's UBU, no spaces, to 33777 to connect with me on social media and learn how to pre-order the book UBU. Because friends, 13 days until my book comes out into the world. I'm so excited. Can I read a review of the book from my friend and former guest on the show, Christine Kane? Is that okay? Well, I have the microphone, so I'm going to go ahead and do it. Here it is. Chris Kane says this, in her down-to-earth, tell-it-like-it-is, transparent, and humorous way, Jamie dispels the lies many of us believe about ourselves and invites us to accept that who we are in Christ is exactly who we need to be in order to outwork His purposes in the world. I love this woman, and you will love this book. Chris, thank you, thank you, thank you. Guys, I do think you're going to love this book. I am so stinking proud of it. Okay, Friends, today we have a duo on the happy hour, which has only happened a handful of times. Stevie and Cezanne Hendricks are joining me for the happy hour today. Now, Cezanne might be familiar to you because she was a guest back in 2017 on episode 126. A lot of life has happened for Cezanne since then. She was also a guest at our happy hour live, the last one we had in August of 2019 before COVID caused us to cancel all of them this year. And I actually was so fortunate to go to Rwanda earlier in the year, right before everything shut down. And Cezanne was on that trip and her sister was there and we had a great time. I loved getting to know her on that trip. We traveled with Africa New Life to see the work that they're doing in Rwanda. Love it. This couple is so much fun. And as we talk today, they are now living in Austin, Texas, which means we're kind of neighbors. Also, I was recently a guest on their podcast, The Good Life. Check out their show. They have great guests on there. I'm not saying that just because I was there, but they really do. When I was on, we talked all about my new book. So if you're interested in hearing more about UBU, check that out. Stevie shares about the incredible journey of how God led them to sell their house in LA and then wait to find a new home a new home that they thought they were going to find in LA. The story is really interesting. And there are lots of moments of no way did that actually happen? Like my mouth dropped open one time when he was telling me the story. I really appreciated how the Hendrickses share openly about the way God has been calling them into living boldly for Christ right where they are. They're owning their influence and in ways they didn't actually know or plan they would, but they are reaping so much joy in being obedient to God's calling. I know you're going to be encouraged today by their story. 
Friends, today we also have another episode of On the Other Side. It released today, and it's a former Happy Hour guest, which makes me so happy. Cheryl Scruggs has been on the show before on the Happy Hour, and on the podcast today, On the Other Side, Cheryl and her husband, Jeff, join us. Here is a clip from that interview that's available today. Jeff and Cheryl, we're talking about on the other side of reconciliation with you guys today. And what I do know is that you were married for 10 years and then you were divorced for how many? Seven. 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 And then you got remarried and you've been married for 20 years since your remarriage. So we're going to jump into what does it look like to be reconciled in a marriage after a divorce to the same person? Because that's (laughs) not usually people's story. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's a lot of fun that I get to introduce her as my first and second wife. So, <laughs> I have I have a lot of fun with that, but it's. I'm sure that you do. I'm yeah. sure that you do. Well, yeah. What are what, what's people's reaction when you say that? They probably think you're just joking. Yeah, they do. They usually think I'm joking, and they just kind of look at me sideways a little bit, like I'm this crazy dude. But the reality is, you know, we were in a, what we consider a worldly marriage for ten years, 10 years mm-hmm. and then a Christ-centered marriage for the last twenty. So there's been a big yeah. difference. Yeah. I love their story of remarriage. And in a time when marriages all around us are hurting, their On the Other Side interview is truly a gift of hope. To learn more about this new podcast endeavor that my husband Aaron and I have started and the show On the Other Side, text OTOS, which stands for On the Other Side, to 55444. You're going to get all the details sent directly to your phone. Yes, it's that easy, you guys. Just text OTOS to 55444 or visit on the other side podcast.co. All right, my friends, here is my conversation with the lovely, kind of my neighbors, Stevie and Cezanne Hendricks. Stevie, Cezanne, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, and for wow. you, honey, welcome to the party. Wow, I feel it's First good time. to be on the happy hour. You know, I it is so drink. good to be on the happy hour. And yes, <laughs> we have our, our waters, our sparkling waters. You know what I was just thinking before we went here is I think you are the first couple that I've sat down with at the same time on the happy hour. What? This is the first. Yes. <gasps> wow. I know. That's so special, babe. We should have dressed up a little bit. And I bit feel like today. you should never have another one again. It should only be us. <laughs> Just let us be. Like a, Let's see how we're going to oh, do. This is a whole new format. We're having couples on. No, this is, you're right, Cezanne. You were on in 2017. Oh, man. Which. Pre-teeny. I was going to say, you didn't have a baby. We just met when we did that interview, and now we traveled to Rwanda together earlier in the year. I know, man. Uh, our lives since then, Jamie, have been flipped upside down about four different ways. It feels like forever ago. I mean, 2017 really feels like forever ago, but Rwanda, we were just talking about this. That feels like even ages ago. And we just went in January. I know. I know. <laughs> it feels like forever ago. You know, Cezanne, when you were on in 2017, I didn't know you then into, except for our conversation. And I still have people talk to me about our conversation because you talked really candidly and openly about your faith and Mary and Stevie and that journey that you went on with your family. And I just want to let you know, I still get a lot of comments about that conversation. Oh, well, you know, I still get emails from people like, I discovered you on Jamie Ivey's podcast. And then remember I did your live event with you? I got yes. to actually meet a lot of those women who are your listeners. And it was just so cool. I felt like I was instantly part of their family. Was that last fall of 2019? Yes. 
That what? So, I mean, we'll talk about COVID a little bit, but that was my last live event. And I had two scheduled for 2020 that both had to cancel mm-hmm. because of things. And so yeah. I'm so glad that you were at the very last one of 2019 because we won't do it in 2020 because wow. of COVID. Man, I know. Special. How has COVID affected you guys? Um, well, we haven't gotten it yet. That's good. <laughs> I know. Uh, COVID in like, like mentally or just like in our lifestyle? Anything, mentally, business, well, it happened, whatever. It happened around the time when we moved to back to Texas. So we closed on our house, Jamie, the day <laughs> that it was confirmed a pandemic. Yeah, it was like, I was this- like, great, a big fat mortgage and a nice pandemic. <laughs> I was like, mm, that's a beautiful combo. Can you bring us another? <laughs> um, but no, I mean, we've been so blessed, Jamie, honestly, like our business, our day-to-day business has slowed down a lot. But I think for us, it's been a big blessing yeah. because we've been able to think more long-term about things that we want to do, places we want to go. And really, we've had to think creatively, you know? I think it's easy to just be like, well, it's 2020 and it's COVID, so I give up. But we're like, we're not going to do that. We're going to start thinking more creatively about how, you know, how we can move forward and other things that we can do. Because to be honest with you, we want to start doing live events too. Guess what? That ain't happening, Lord. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So in the meantime, (laughs) you know, we've just been feeling more inspired, I guess, because we've had more freedom, right? To wake up in the mornings you know, take our time a little bit more than we did when we were in LA. And it's actually been, yeah, like you said, a blessing. Oh, you've been taking your time. I have. <laughs> up with teeny in the morning. I mean, I'm seven She's months pregnant. Pregnant. She's pregnant. So I did get pregnant during this pandemic. And yeah, seven The months. list is going to be long of people who've gotten pregnant during the pandemic. I know, you know, I know. I wonder how many babies are about to be born. Exactly. Okay, so I have a couple things that I definitely want to talk with you guys about. Number one is about you guys moving from LA to Austin. But before we do that, I want you to explain to me and to the listener your business. Okay. Stevie, you mentioned you guys have had to pivot. You were thinking about live events. Yeah. Cezanne, I know when I met you in 2017 what you're doing. What does business look like for you guys right now? I'll tell them about what our business has been and you can tell them where we're kind of She always of going. stares at me when people ask this question. She looks at me, she's like, so? I'm like, Steve, where are we going? What is it? Download? I'm, I'm giving you, why don't you give them the download? So back in 2017, when I was on here, I was talking a lot about you know my business, which for me at that time and still today is very much in the content creation space. So we have since then launched our podcast, The Good Life, which has been really great because we get to do it together. But I'm still very much managing my YouTube channel, all the social media platforms today that you see out there, you know, Instagram, I'm not so much on TikTok and, you know, in my blog. And, you know, when I had Teeny, I kind of reached a place where I was like, all right, what do I really want to talk about now? Is it just makeup? And, that's when I kind of started expanding more into wanting to open up my heart, share more about our faith, our life, and just the season that we were in at any given time. And so I have sort of created content and shared our lives through those platforms, worked with really incredible brands. I mean, that's at the end of the day, you have to make a living, right? You can't just create content for free, but we've been really blessed to work with brands. We still have great collaborations in the pipeline. And I love doing those things. It's just become more selective, I feel. We're not doing everything that I felt like I had to do back then, which has given us more time and freedom to kind of think about, all right, now that we've built this really great community, this audience who we really do feel like is our family, how can we now really cater to that 
audience, ourselves. We've never really created a service, you know, um, that we can help people with encouragement, inspiring them, things like that. And so, you know, we have our Bless Box and that's a business that we started back before I had Teeny in 2016. It wasn't my own business. I had other business partners involved in it, but I did have a part in it. But up until this point, I don't necessarily feel like I have really created something for my audience. So that's where our headspace has been at this past probably couple of years is like, all right, now what? Yes, being an influencer is great. You get really cool opportunities, but I've got a second baby on the way. And, you know, the desires in my heart have changed and I have new passions and things that I want to do. And so how do I hone in on, okay, what are those passions and how can I really package them and bring them to life in a new way for my audience that we've built over the years? So... Stevie and I are now kind of launching into this next chapter. Which I remember you talking about that a little bit in Rwanda, Cezanne, about how I want to make this shift a little bit. Like, yeah, it's I want to think about more about what am I saying? And not that you're, like you said, you got to make a living and these things, and you're so good at what you do. But I've even seen in the past three years, you sprinkle in a little bit more of like, what do I want to say right. um, a little bit? And I like that. I like that a lot. Now, you guys work together. And one of my favorite things when you guys show your people is you guys in college. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need more Hendrix throwback college time. <laughs> when you guys are like co-hosting the TV show together, it, I just, I literally, it makes me laugh and I love it so much. Not laugh in a bad way, but you guys work together now. So Stevie, explain that to me. Well, whenever I see those videos, to be honest, I'm like a snake shedding its skin. I'm just like, oh, uh, oh. Uh, he gets so weird. He'll like so run out of the room. I'm like, I'm like oh. It sounds like, why? I'm like, ah, I can't look at it. Don't let me. It's like cringy. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. But, um, no, it's, it's really cool because, you know, that's when we met. Like we literally were doing newscasts together. And um, we're in like the audio booth, you know, and I literally were, we're on a microphone kind of like this. And we're reading like the, what we're reading the, uh, the headlines for the newscast. We're like three boys and a cat were saved in a bus. We'll find out more after the break. That's how and, you wanted to read yeah, it. But and, yeah. and I just like turned to her. I was like, Hey, so uh, what kind of guys do you like? You know, and that's where it started. And so we basically <laughs> fell in love with him in the audio booth of our nightly yeah. newscast in college. Um, <laughs> I love it. I think the two biggest changes for us was when Saz had teeny, you know, she was used to doing makeup tutorials back to back to back. And that was kind of our shtick. Right. And one day she was like, I just, I love makeup, but it's more of a, a hobby that I like and I'm not mm. passionate about it. She's like, so what can I do? And I remember she was crying mm-hmm. and I was like, babe, you love to motivate women. I said, you're very motivational, inspirational. I said, so mix that with makeup. And so we started the series Makeup and Motivate. That's how that was started at our dining room table one day. And then, you know, we started getting farther along in our journey and really just trying to, we are really just trying to grow ourselves. Michael Hyatt says the best. He's like, you can't scale a business till you learn how to scale yourself. And so I think in our season of our lives, we were, you know, we had a kid and we realized time is precious and we need to start scaling ourselves. And so that's when we started The Good Life. And the reason we named it The Good Life, our podcast, because we were like, you know, we do YouTube, we do Instagram, and it's so much about look, you know what I mean? And feel. Aesthetic. Right. Aesthetic, yeah. And we want this to purely be about voice, right? And we want to encourage people and uplift them, you know? And so we named it The Good Life so that every time people would come, they would feel like they're walking on this journey with us, right? Walking out the good life. And so that's where, you know, the major shifts have been. 
And so now we're just really passionate about encouraging and inspiring others, much like you, Jamie. That's really become the thing that's most important to us. And so now it's not so much about the makeup tutorials, right? It's more about like our life and sharing our life with the world and the things that we've been going through and that God's been taking us through. And since we've had Teeny, and really since we moved to Texas, the whole move to Texas was God really just taking the reins over what had been our show for a long time. We were like, this is the Stevie and Cezanne show for a long time. And last year we just gave up the reins. I always said it like God finally became captain of our ship. Yeah. You know, it's like, we always loved God, but when we really surrendered to his plan, we weren't really sure if we were ready to give up that power yet. And last year around the time we sold our house and we said, okay, God, you're captain. We're not going to try and grab the wheel. Where are we going? And yeah. things got like <laughs> crazy flipped upside down. <laughs> and I think that's when everything okay. really changed. Uh-huh. Okay, well, let's talk about that because you guys have been in LA. You're both originally from Texas. Stevie, the Austin area, Cezanne, Dallas area. You guys moved to LA and you had started a career there and you started a family there and you had a house there. And from the outside looking in, everything was just like perfect. This is how it should be. And you just mentioned you guys had this moment of we're going to let go of the reins and you sold your house. Talk us through that. Like that seems very scary. It seems very like, wait. We're going to just upload and move to Texas and be basically homeless for a year. And you didn't really even know where you're going to land. So let's walk through a why. Why, why, why? Okay, first I want to give credit to Sass because I kind of felt that stirring. I felt personally like, you know, I remember Sass would come to me and she said, babe, it's really hard for us to create the content we need to create in our house. We had a three-bedroom house and we had one kid and people think, well, that's plenty. And for normal life, yes. But when you work at home, it's not. And if the house isn't laid out in such a way where the baby has her space and you have enough space to, you know, put your work stuff, right? I mean, in LA is very expensive. So it's not like we could just rent an office space, right? We just, we just couldn't yeah. afford that. So we're like, okay, we need to look for a bigger house. So I talked to Sash. She's like, all right, let's put our house to the market. And we didn't know that that was going to turn into a year long journey. And so really when we started looking, I felt God say to me, I want you to raise your expectations on what's possible because what you can do is what you can do. But what I can do is limitless. And so I want you to open up your mind, have grow your faith on what is possible. And I had no idea what that meant when it started, but we put our house in the market in April. Do you remember in the bathroom that one night Easter weekend? Yeah. We were finally, (laughs) we had been praying about it. We were like, God, you know, our life here in LA finally felt like, you know, our life. We had yep. community, you know, Teeny was getting to that really fun age where she could start to be a little bit self-sufficient. And I was starting to get, you know, my energy back that vigor. And yep. then all of a sudden, I don't know why we just both really felt like the Lord was telling us, you need to sell your house. And we just thought, what? Like we finally feel like we've been, we've gotten situated, you know, yep. we, it's probably like what, two years in, we were like, we finally feel like now we're situated, but we didn't want to ignore that whisper. So we kept praying about it. And I remember Easter weekend, your family was in town and you were in the bathroom and all of a sudden <laughs> you came out of the bathroom. You were like doing your skincare routine or something. No, I wasn't. I was, Whatever I was you were being, doing. TMI. I was being. Okay. <laughs> and what did you say to me? I said, and this is also TMI, there is a, 
there's literally like a tampon box on the top of the toilet. <laughs> hey, it's life. We're we're women. Okay, women okay, listening okay. here. Right? Okay, yeah. Her and I, we don't hold anything back. And I saw four months. And I you t- saw Jumbo too. <laughs> and I saw Jumbo as well. I did see that. And I and you know, Jumbo, when you're buying a house, right? If you're buying an expensive house. It was a variety house, pack, okay? Well, if, yeah. If, but it was to me, I was like, God, like you're thinking big, Jumbo. Whoa, Saz, what do we got going on here? Um, uh, but then then, but then the other thought was like jumbo loan, right? And I went back to that thought of like God told me to to think, you know, how to, to think like big, big. And so, anyways, I told Taz, I said I saw four months, and then I saw this, and I said, I don't know why, but we're not finding anything on the market right now, and our house is going to sell. We're not finding anything. What if God is saying we're going to find our house in four months? Four months from now would be August. And because that's when, you know, my real estate agent was like, when the fall hits in August, she mm-hmm. said, August, when school starts, she's like, that's when you're going to see houses. We're going to find it then because we were having zero luck. And so I told Tess, it's so weird. I said, because four months is literally that time when school starts. So maybe uh-huh. it seems hocus pocus, y'all, but it's really August. I said, so maybe that is it. Maybe we need four months to find our house. And so we really started thinking, we're like, what the heck are we going to do? Because our house had sold really quickly. It sold within like a month of being on the market. We closed and we had nowhere to go. So what did we do? We were like, okay. Let's make it a Texas summer and go see our families. It'll be so much fun just for four months. I mean, living out of suitcases back to back from Austin to Dallas, Teeny gets to be close to her grandparents and her aunts and her uncles. It'll be such a fun journey. It was literally that (laughs) or getting into like a part-time, very small apartment. And Taz was like, honey, I am not doing that. Uh -uh. I'd rather save money, go be with our families and we'll come back. And we said, okay. So we moved to Texas, right, for the summer. We're like, we're going to spend the summer in Texas. We're going to come back, find this great house, and it's all going to work out. But little did we know, like, we were going to go on this insane roller coaster. So I'm going to flash forward. We get to August, and I'm thinking, like, I'm rubbing my hands together, like, woo, it's time, baby. Oh, my God, here it is. (laughs) And we saw a couple decoys. We were like, is that it? Is that it? No, no, no. Maybe this was it. It wasn't working out. And, you know, Jamie, we had made a list. We had a faith list of, like, it's got to have this. It's got to have an orange tree. You know what I mean? It's got to be, you know what I mean? This style, this many square feet. I was like, we need lighting. We put, you know, we just made a wish list at yeah. the beginning of the summer of like, well, what does that dream house look like? If God is like, put your bets on me and those expectations, I was like, what do we need to make this house yep. functional, practical, and work for our lifestyle? And so we made this list, right? And so that four month mark came around. We had seen some decoys, saw some orange trees, and so. No, we actually some- were not really seeing orange trees. We actually weren't. <laughs> There's a point in the story around to bring that up. We did see an orange tree at one point, but yeah, <laughs> but it was not the right place. So here's what happened we just weren't having luck. And it was September and I told Saz, I said, Saz, I said, what if, what if we just took a trip to Europe with our daughter? That's a year and almost two years old. I said, what if we just went to Europe for a month? I did not think Jamie that she was going to go for this at all. And she was like, yeah, I think we could do that. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, are you serious? I was like, we can get to go to Europe for a month. And we were honestly being- at that point, I was like, what do we have to lose here? <laughs> what? At your parents' house and my parents' house right. for four months. Got to get a out. little break might be nice right yeah. about now. So I was like, all right, yeah. you plan it and I'll show up. So Jamie, we go to Europe, right? So we're in Europe all of October and we are feeling so beyond stretched. We're just, I remember I had a call with my brother and this is an interesting point in the story. And he was like, man, are you just loving it? And I said, man, this is the trip of a lifetime. 
I said, but I just want to go home. I said, I just, Mm. I said, I really just want to go home. I said, and it sucks to feel that way. I said, because I've always wanted to take a trip like this. It's always been so important to me and to get to do it with my family and have a great time. I said, and we're being so blessed. Like our business is being blessed while we're on the road. I said, but I just want to go home. Like, I just want to find our house. Yeah. I said, Mm -hmm. I just feel so tired of being displaced. And I know Saz feels the same way. And I remember when we had that conversation, the next day I, I was like, we were in our hotel. This was the first hotel that we stayed at. And the hotel room's number was number nine. And I don't know why that caught my attention for some reason, but like, I was like, number nine. I was like, that's odd. I don't think like when you're at a hotel, your room is number nine. I don't know. I'm just always like 37B or like 504. And we were really looking and praying for signs at this point because God was actually pretty quiet. Those four months when we were in Texas, all of a sudden it's like we heard God's voice loud and clear to sell our house in LA. Fast forward to going to Texas for four months and not really hearing the Lord speak to us. And we just got kind of discouraged. I mean, we feel scary. Too, in and yeah. You're like, I mean, he's quiet for a reason, but like, what is he trying to show us and trying to teach us? We just felt like it was this blank page of us trying to figure it out and like write down like all of these different thoughts of like, okay, Lord, are you doing this? Are you doing that? Maybe you're trying to take us here. And so we just had to learn how to be still. So going to Europe at that point, we definitely felt stretched in our faith and we were just like, God, where are you? You know? Yeah. And I remember looking at Teeny's pack and play bed and she had really outgrown it. And I, even that right. Looking, seeing that I was like, man, when we started this journey at the beginning of the summer, like she fit so perfectly in this pack and play. Now she's really stretched in here. Like you got to get her bed and her room and her home. So we felt that pressure too. And then we see that number, you see the number so, nine. I see the number nine, right? And I just was like, what does that mean? So I just look up the number nine, you know, the biblical meaning. And one of the things that it said was like finality, right? Almost like the end. And I just really felt like the I was- final like, judgment. Is that where God's saying like, this is, you know, the end of this chapter. And I just felt like the Holy Spirit just kind of speak to me a little bit and saying like, hey, the end is coming soon. Mm. And, and I said, okay. I said, was that you, God? <laughs> we go to the next hotel. Jamie, and it's number Are you nine. Number nine? No. Number nine. Yeah. Jamie, we leave. Okay, at that we, point, I was like, all right. I, well, yeah, I said, babe, and this Steve. is a big hotel. I said, babe, we're number nine again. I said, that's a little odd. I said, maybe that whole thing meant something. And I she was, was like, like, the yeah. things that he notices. Yeah, maybe. She was like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so <laughs> we go to the next hotel. And it's room. in a different country. It's a different city. We go, we're, we're going from France to Italy. <laughs> yeah. And we meet her sister and her sister decides to fly out and meet up with us. So at this hotel, it's it's very interesting. It's two connected rooms that share one main door, but they have different addresses. So we were talking about this number nine with her sister. And I said, so weird. The last two hotels, we were number nine. I said, that's really odd. And we're mid talking. I said, wait, what's our room number at the, at the room? She goes, well, we have two different numbers. She goes, my room is one number and yours the other. I said, what are the room numbers? She goes, I'm 305 and you're 306. And I said, Steve goes, it's a little weird. Six plus three is nine. I was like, yo, literally, Jamie, I was like, that's a little weird. I said, you're 305 and we're 306. I said, that's a little weird. We had one more hotel to go to. I said, if we go to this hotel, y'all. We actually, I was thinking about the car. And I said, and there's no way. I said, there is no way. We're in the car, right? We're all laughing. I said, there's no way. I said, but if we're number nine, I said, that's God. Like God is literally 
<laughs> I kid you not, Jamie, we get to this hotel, we pull up. Lady takes us up out. to our room. We get up, we go to the highest room in this hotel. The elevator door opens right there. She goes, this is your room, number nine. And there was a blue light. Stop it right now. <laughs> there was like a light on it. It was we like, st- oh. We started screaming. We were like, no, there's no way. And the we, lady was like, oh my God, is it okay? Like, and we were like, no, it's fine. Okay, what yeah. is wrong? And I'm, we, even my sister, we were oh. all freaking out about it because we thought there's, what are the chances right. for that? And so then we really started diving <laughs> deep into the meaning oh, gosh. of nine and, it was just the, for the first time we felt that like, we had felt like finally mm, God is speaking to us in the beautiful, mysterious ways in which he does right. that really gets our attention. Right. And it, it was so good in that, in that moment. Like yeah. we needed that. That right. really yeah. gave us some life. Well, and more than anything too, was that I felt like God was like, you know, we started asking ourselves questions along the journey of like, did we just jump ship? And like, mm. we had no plan. And like Saz would ask me, babe, what was your plan in this? And I'm like, baby, uh, the plan was to buy a house, but like this was out. She's like, uh-huh. And how are you leading our family? I said, I said I'm just trusting God. Like I'm trying to do what's right here, but I'm not getting assigned anything. She's yeah, like, so then why did we sell our house? All the places God met us in Europe. Like, I mean, uh, we went so far from home, literally. Right. And God met us there. It's waiting for us there. It's just like, we needed that in so, that moment. At this point in the story, we're like, Yo, we get back. Woo, we're going to find that house. I'm saying the house is going to come to us. Got a couple, be knocking on our door. We did get a couple like suggestions. Like our realtor had finally sent us some homes in LA. If you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike. And it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a -a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interest. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s, 
If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Okay, I'm going to have to ask a question because we all know that you live in Austin right now. We said that earlier. Yeah. At this point in October, when you're in Europe and you're seeing number nine and you're thinking, okay, God, he's about to come through. You're still looking at LA only, right? Yeah. LA. We're like, he's about to come through for oh, us in LA. God, God would never move your boy away from LA. He knows that that <laughs> is my spot. I love it. Love I'm glad beach. to be there. And I love that 75 degrees. But, okay. okay. So, so we go back, Jamie, and we see this house. As soon as we walk through the gate to go to the house, there's an orange tree. And I was like, okay. In LA. It was 3,800 square feet, almost exactly. And on our list, we wanted 3,800 square feet. I mean, it was checking the boxes. It was cute. It was in our price range. It had like moments, charm. charm. Saz and I are looking at ourselves like, it was like, it was literally a 70s farmhouse in LA. And the last two numbers on the address were nine. Yeah. (laughs) So there was nine. Okay. We were like, okay, Lord, (laughs) let's get this house, God. And What's interesting about this house is it was on the market months before, but it was a dark red. It was painted dark red. I didn't even look at it because the photos were awful. And these people basically went in there and painted the whole thing white and then relisted it. For some odd reason, their son moved somewhere and they wanted to follow him. So we put our offer in and we're like, we're getting this house. We went above asking. We're ready to go. Basically, what happens is, is that the real estate agent who is representing the other people did a shysty move where he was basically padding his pockets. I think he represented both sides, it right? Was really, yeah, and he messy. was like, we're going to, he picked this guy and he said, we never got your offer. The owner and, told me that. And we sent it before the deadline. We have a receipt mm. of everything. And he said, we never got your offer. That's so strange. And at this point, Jamie, like realizing like, are we not going to get this house? Like you guys loved this house. Right. It was we were, the and this was the one house of the whole time. And we just felt we felt devastated and we felt more confused than ever. We we're like, God, it had the, the list. It had the orange tree, God. Like, <laughs> what was the freaking point of this, right? Yeah. I remember when I got the call that we weren't going to get the house, I called Saz. We were both in LA still waiting to hear. And I said, babe, we didn't get the house. And I, you know, and I was just so disappointed. I said, I don't know what to do. And she said, you know what? It's okay. She's like, I'm, I'm at the gym. I'm going to call you when I finish. Jamie, I'm literally leaving and I get into this Uber and the last two numbers 
on the on the car is nine. The nine kept popping up. He's and I like, and oh, I texted Lord. her. I said, "This is so weird." And this and this color red had kept popping up too. Like I said, that house was previously painted red. The color red had kept popping up in the story too. I said, "I'm in a red Uber. The last two numbers are nine. I said, "I just don't get it." I said, "God's toying with me here." And Saz comes home from the gym and shares with me this incredible revelation that she got. Yeah, I just told him. I said, "You know, we've been so." stuck on the house, like the house itself, like the physical house. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, I don't know why, but I feel like God is actually trying to build a home in our hearts. And this whole journey, this past year, he has been doing something in our hearts so that no matter really where we go, obviously you need a home, but no matter where we go, he was trying to settle something within our hearts because we were so stuck on LA, sort of obsessed with the idea of like home was LA. Mm -hmm. That's where our life is. That's where our career is. And I just felt that so strongly in my heart. I was like, I feel like God is asking us to build him a home in our hearts. Sounded weird, but I was like, I don't know why that's coming to my mind. And you said it's not about the house. You said it's about what he's doing in us. And when she said, (laughs) build a home in your heart, Jamie, my jaw hit the table. It was November 19th. Okay, 2019. And we figured nines are all over this baby. This is the day we're getting the house. I said, God is saying us to build us a home in, in our hearts. My mouth dropped and I, I said, hold on. So I scan, I go to my phone. His I'm scrolling section. through my note section and I see this note. Are you ready for this? It says, yes. would you build me a home? And I wrote this a while ago. A and it says, ago. why do church buildings exist? Why is it important to have a structure where you can meet with God? When we were in Bora Bora, we found a small chapel on a hill and began to worship. It was a sweet moment as God's presence began to swell in the room. We felt a rush over us as his presence met us there. We knew he was there. His spirit dwelled in a house, in his house. And God asked me, would you build me a house? And I realized that a house was built here on earth to be a place where his presence dwells. But what about in our hearts? A building is built with sweat. It's a safe place. It took work to make. It took money to invest. It was a place carved out on earth only for God. That precious real estate atop a hill was made for him. Can you build me a house like that in your heart? Can you give me that real estate on a hill? What lives there now? Make him a house on a hill in your heart, a place he will never leave and your life will radiate his goodness. And I said, November 19th, 2018. It was, that was the date he had written it in his notes. A year previous. On that day. day. And I was like, whoa. So it was literally God, like, (laughs) I just got chills, you guys. And we freaked out. But you know what? After that, suddenly the weight of like us not really, that's not getting that house, it didn't matter. We were Mm -hmm. like fully ready to just surrender at that point in our journey to the faithfulness, right? Jamie, Mm -hmm. that you always talk about in your book. We were ready to fully surrender and just let Mm -hmm. God lead us and take us where we needed to go. We did feel a little discouraged. We thought that house was the perfect house on paper, but man, God had a better plan. And so we went back to Texas, continued living we with went the back in-laws, to Texas. Yep. It had was the holiday holidays. season. And, you know, what Saz said to me about like, you know, it's not about when she said, it's not about the house. It's about God building a home in our heart. You know, that really stuck with me. And so as we celebrated the holiday season, we're continuing to look in LA and we're still holding on to like, we're going to move back. And there was a point, in January where Saz just said to me, she said, babe, I don't know if we're supposed to go back. And I just, Jamie, that was not what I wanted to hear. 
I was like, no, I'm not moving back home. Like to me, that represented like failure, stepping back, losing, you know what I mean? Missing out, FOMO, everything. I was like, I'm, I'm not moving back home. And Saz is very prophetic. And she said, baby, I just really feel like where we're going and what we want to do with our lives and raising our children, I, I just feel like we need to be closer to family. And I recognized that was God, you know, and that was God saying like, you need to lay down the things that you think that you want for the things that I'm yeah. giving you and the place that I'm taking you, right? And you talk mm-hmm. about this in your book, right? It's like bloom where you're being planted and God had, mm-hmm. was pulling me out and planting me somewhere else. And it was a place that I did not look at as this is glorious or this is a step up. I look at it as, am I out? Am I taking a step back? Mm-hmm. And Saz, obviously she was like, I-, I think it will be great. We should move to Austin. There was still that part of me that felt like, you know, I was definitely sad because we had put so much blood, sweat, and tears into our career in LA that there was still so much unfinished business. And it really had was a mentality switch because yes, you can easily think of it as, well, we're going back to Texas, back where we started, but we're going back with so much that we've been able to build. And how much more can God bless us just wherever we are? We've seen him do this, right. whether you're in yeah. LA or wherever, in a bathroom somewhere. I mean, we've yeah. seen God show up. We saw him show up in Europe. And so I just said, we need to open our hearts and just fully yeah. surrender, and be faithful. And it was February 2020. Yeah. And at this point, Jamie, too, I had been praying. I said, okay, God, if we're going to move here, I said, you know, I just was really looking for answers. And I remember one night I was praying and this was the most in tune I've been with the Holy Spirit, I think, because we had really been letting him lead this journey the whole time. Even when like we felt like, you know, we were floating out in sea, not going anywhere. And you start questioning the captain. You're like, right. Are we freaking going anywhere? Like, what's (laughs) the plan, dude? Like, we're letting you roll. We're letting you do it. Where are we going? And that's how yeah. we felt along this journey. Like, where are we going? And now me, I'm like, that's not the destination that I wanted, God. God's like, be quiet, sit yeah. in the back. I'm captain. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Let me do my thing. And so <laughs> I was praying one night and I remember, I was like, God, I just really want to find our house. Like at this point, I just want to find our house. And God said to me, I'm not going to give you a house, but I'm going to give you a story. And then I'm going to give you a house. But the house is an idol. And until that's removed, I'm not going to give it to you. Wow. So- February 2020, 2020, Jamie, we are getting into looking at houses in Austin. Sass finds this house. She's like, we got to go check it out. We pull up to this house. It is everything. I mean, your mouth was like on the floor. Well, after looking for, you know, the amount of time that we did, I felt like I became a a realtor because I knew what works and what doesn't. I was like using terminology that I had also learned. And it just, this specific house, there was something just there was something really peaceful about it. And throughout the journey, if there's one thing we'd been praying for, it was just like, God, when we walk into the house that is meant for us, just give us peace. It doesn't have to be perfect, but just bring the peace with it. And that's how we will know, just like our last house. (laughs) And I remember seeing this house and thinking, wow, this is like a dream. And it actually just is so us. It was like made for us, babe. And I remember leaving so, the house and Jamie, telling the Steve in the car. The whole time we're at the house. He was I'm, quiet. I, I, I was so quiet. I was, I was like, he's just around. salty. It's not LA. I mean, <laughs> that's what she thought. It. Yeah, that's what she thought. And I'm in awe of the house, but I'm walking around like literally kind of slumped over and we get in the car and Sats is like, babe, that's our house. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's like, it's not even a question. She's like, what'd you think? 
And I felt sick to my stomach. I said, I, I, I said, it's beautiful. I said, it's everything. She said, well, then what's the matter with you? I said, I really don't want to say. She goes, well, tell me. I said, I feel like God said no. And I said, are we, are we praying into the same God? Right. Even the same, because God told me yes when I was walking uh-huh. through. So in that moment. I was like, I, I said, I don't know what to say. I said, I didn't want to say it to you. I feel sick to my stomach. I said, it's everything. I said, I'm confused. Like, I just feel like God said no. And I just can't shake that feeling. And I've been listening to him this whole journey and I can't stop listening to him. And she's like, well, you need to think about this. Go pick up our to-go order. So I drop her off at the house, right? Chewies. She's like, woo, Z-Sap in the driveway. And I'm like going to pick up our food. And I'm like, my head is just in my hands. I'm just like, God, I don't understand. And I I said, at this point, like, it's not even vanity, Lord. It's like, okay, we'll move to Austin. Like practicality, we need a house. Like, what's the plan? I said, I just feel sick to my stomach and I don't want to disappoint Saz. I said, but like, I feel like you said no. And as I kind of just like went through the emotions of it, I was driving there and I put on some worship music and I was praying and I just said, you know what, Lord? I said, I want it and it's perfect. I said, but again, at this point, I said, I just lay it down. I just give it to you. I said, I just surrender it. And if it's a no, that's okay. And I said, but I just would like to know. And God said, I'm going to give you an answer very soon. And I said, okay, I don't know what that means. (laughs) You know, I thought we'd have an answer a year ago. So I pick up our food literally and I'm driving home and I just felt that sickening burden literally just come off me. Mm. It just released off of me. It was like I had a 50 pound vest on and just came off. And all of a sudden, I just felt God say, okay. And I was like, what? He's like, okay, you can have the house. And I'm like, all within like a 20 minute like time, I'm like, huh? Yeah. He's like, uh-huh. yeah, you can have the house. And I was so confused, Jamie. I drive home and I tell Saz everything that had happened. And what I realized on the drive home was God said to me, he's like, you can have the house. The point was, is that you had created an idol in your heart that place where my house is supposed to be. Remember like it says, mm-hmm. the real estate, mm-hmm. the precious real estate atop a hill. You had created an idol there and the idol was a house and you had let that become the focal point of everything that you were trying to do was to get this house and to be in the right place, you know, and everything that you wanted. But when you found that house, I needed you to see it. I needed you to walk in it. I needed you to fall in love with it. And I needed you to give it back to me again. Just like Abraham did with Isaac. He put him on the altar. He had to take him through that whole process. Mm -hmm. The entire process of loading up the wood, walking up there, even holding the knife in the air. And God was like, and I needed you to go through that. Just finally surrender it and never put anything there in front of me again. But you Mm -hmm. can have the house now. And, and, then he, I, yeah. and then he came back and he was like, he finally told me. She was, was so like, mad at me still. She praise was God. Like, Cause I was like, I know I'm prophetic. And the Lord told me, yes, it was our house. She, she was like, so you just needed to get over your idols. And I was like, baby, I don't know. I, God's like, go tell him to get the food. I'll handle it. Okay. Yes. So bring back creamy jalapeno and a yes. And you know, what's crazy, Jamie, is that house, you know, we put in our offer and there was no problems. Like nope. it literally went through. Mm. It was, was easy. It was such a smooth process. Almost too good to be true. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And then, you know, it was on the ninth month. It was February, 2020. It was on the ninth month of being on the road yeah. without a home when God gave us our house. And to top it off with the cherry, he gave us the sweetest housewarming blessing, which was on that same month. I found out I was pregnant with baby number two. Mm. So it was just God's way of saying, you know, 
Thank you for trusting me through this process. And I'm so glad we did because we learned a thing or two about his timing versus our timing. And he doesn't see timing the way that we do by the second, by hour. And so we learned a lot in that season. And for some people listening, they could be in waiting seasons and they've been waiting even longer for God Mm -hmm. to show up. And we just want to encourage them with this story because it's not easy in this world that we live in today to not want to just steer your own ship. Yeah. Right. And I think for us too, it was literally going back to, there were so many times where we wanted to commit mutiny. (laughs) We were just like, okay, you're not doing a very good job. You know, know, like, let me have the, we're taking over. Right. Yeah. And then you have friends who are like, you know, some of my influencer friends are like, your house was so perfect. You guys feel like you made a right. mistake. I right. mean, you get a lot of that too. There's so many and it's doubts just a lot of noise and questions. And really you have to be, I think, committed in the journey when it gets quiet to letting God yeah. still continue to lead you. And what I want to say to so many people and, and a big thing that I've been realizing in my life is that God really, in my life, he doesn't give me what I want but he mm. literally gives me something so much better and so much sweeter. And it's exactly where I should be. And it, it's better than what I thought I wanted. I mean, mm. it, with all of the biggest things in my life, and God even told me that on that same drive, he said, you have an ability to give up the things that you love most. He said, and I can trust you with that. I'm the type of person, I'm always doubting myself. And so for God to say that for me and for me to accept that was a big moment. But it was just really, you know, I've given God my dream of like my career and, and so many other things. And he's always replaced it with something sweeter. That's right. But there's going to be a period, there's going to be a season where you're going to doubt him and you're going to question him and it's going to be hard. And the destination is not going to be as pretty as you thought it was going to be, but he's going to take you somewhere if you truly continue to let him lead. That is going to bless you not only for a season, but for your entire life. And really, I think bless generations. You guys, that story, people are listening and they're not looking for houses, but they're doing the same thing. Your story is going to encourage them so much to maybe lay down some idols at the altar or maybe to change their expectations or maybe to say, God, we're going to give you control. You're going to be the captain of this journey that we're on. And that's hard because we as humans think, I know exactly what I want. And if you guys would have said that at the beginning, you'd still be looking for houses in LA and you'd be missing out on this Austin fun because I just need you guys to know. Austin is my favorite city in the entire country. So welcome to the best city. I honestly agree with you. In the short time that I've been living here now for, you know, a few months, I'm obsessed with it. And all of our friends who've been coming and visiting, they're just like, whoa, this is not what I thought it would be. And so slowly but surely, God is also going to bring our friends from LA. I feel that. Well, I mean, hey, too. just shout out to Saz because she didn't want to move back to Dallas where her family's from. I said, no, Lord. I, can't I said, do Dallas. I said I we can do some things, but we can't do that one. <laughs> I said, don't do that Austin to me, guys. Is just so we could not do Dallas. Dallas and Austin could not be more different. And it's funny because Austin people are like, ugh, Dallas. And I'm sure Dallas people are like, ugh, yeah, Austin. Right, you know? Exactly. And I was so raised funny. around here. So I was like, you know what? If there was anywhere else, I think that we'd want to land, you know, we landed here and we love it. It's a fresh new slate, Jamie, yeah. and being out here and obviously having a little bit of community, having you and a handful of other friends out here, we don't feel like we're lacking anything. I mean, mm-hmm. God has yeah. truly positioned us exactly where we need to be right now in this COVID season. And we just feel so content. Yeah. We feel mm-hmm. like where we are is exactly where we need to be and it's enough. And we'll figure out the rest as we go, as God leads the way. I love y'all's journey. Jamie, it's so weird because, you know, we're obviously talking with you about your book as well and everything that 
you know, you've been doing in the journey that you went on to write that book. And there's just so many similarities, things we were reading. We we're like, oh my gosh, like this is so yeah. on point with the journey that we've been taking. And, you know, when you talk about blooming where you're planted, I felt like God, you know, prompted me to make that choice to say, you know what, in my mind, like the devil's telling me, oh, you're taking a step back. You're going home. You're going to be forgotten. Yeah. Your dreams, they're gone. Uh-huh. And God would just show me like, that's a lie. I led you here. I wouldn't lead you here to a place where you would wither. I brought you here so that you would bloom, right? Even though you might see it a certain way, see it my way and Mm. accept that this is the place where you're going to be planted. And if you will allow me to continue to lead you, and if you will just make the choice, like, no, I'm going to bloom here. I'm going to do great here. You know, God really will allow you to bloom and to flourish there. And so- I mean, your book is so You be you, man. That <laughs> yeah. book is me. We just had you on our podcast talking about it. And it just, especially in this season, we were kind of telling you how we've been, it's been crazy, but it's just so reassuring to have a book like that on my nightstand with me. I've been reading it every night. Y'all are kind. Y'all are kind. Okay. Before we go, I got to ask you, you got another baby coming, another baby girl, two girls. Do you guys have a name and do you tell? Oh, we do have a name and I'm going to tell you after the show. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, you know what? It's like the thing is, is even with Teeny, it's like we named her Valentina. I was like, well, if we tell people, what if we like see her and we're like, she's not Valentina. We don't like that name. I was like, that's probably the main reason why we've been keeping it quiet. It's like, we're just like, we want to make sure this feels right when we actually see the baby and that it's the name, you know? All I can say Uh, is we don't stick with the theme of the same letter. You know what I mean? Like like my family did. Yeah. (laughs) There's five of us. And my last brother, he ended up getting an R name. And I'm like, oh. But everyone else is S? Yeah. So my parents are kind of like, yeah, whatever. Let's just change it up. (laughs) We're done with that. Very end. But yeah, we're just so excited, honestly. We are ready, man. When is she due? When's your due date? November 9th. Okay. Did you get that? On the 9th. I heard it. I heard it. That's great. November 9th. And this show that you guys are on is coming out on the happy hour in the month of September, which is the 9th. I just wanted to Oh, there you go. Hey, come on. Come on. Whoa, whoa, God. It just keeps getting weirder. God does weird stuff. He's kind of like a sick sense of humor, doesn't he? I love it. I'm so grateful for you guys. And I'm grateful for your voice in the the things that you're doing. I am grateful for what's ahead. I loved being in Rwanda with you earlier in the year, Cezanne, and hearing just about the things that God was stirring in your heart about just business and encouraging people that follow you and the way you're rethinking that. And I am excited for what is ahead for you guys. Really, really excited. Love your podcasts, all the things you're doing. I hope... Maybe 2021, maybe 2022, you guys get to have a live event. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah, you're going to hey, have to teach on. us how, Jamie. You're the pro. I have to have you Which just be so much fun. And you guys, it's so great. So. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. 
The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. I always end the show asking what you're loving and what you're reading. So you guys have anything right now that you're like, I have to tell my girlfriends, my friends about this. What is it? Okay, I'm not just saying this, Jamie, because you're here, (laughs) but like... I really, when I get obsessed with something, I get obsessed with it. Off. Stevie will tell you whether it's a combo on a fast food menu I tried and I'm like, every girl needs to try it. But your book, I have oh. seriously been hooked to it. I mean, obviously, Jamie let me get a little pre-copy and getting to read it. So I've just been so hooked. So my read is UBU. And then Thank you. what was the other question? What are we watching? What are you loving? Oh, what am I loving? Yeah, what are you lo- or what are you, what are you watching? What are you Actually, what are you loving watching? What you know what we're loving? What is that one show? Oh, it's we started show. Love on the Spectrum. Have you seen that? It's like, <gasps> no, but I've heard about it. It's, it's great. actually great. And Stevie doesn't really get into it. It's like reality. It's like a reality yeah. docuseries. He doesn't really get into that stuff. The fact that he's into it with me, I love it because I'm a huge reality okay. person. So yeah. That's yeah. our show. I just started Love Does by Bob Goff. Yes. I'm trying to really get inspired, you know, right now. And, and I love just the way that he writes. It's really, really beautiful. And you know, talking yeah. about the heart of God too, as well, through so many different stories. And then I've been reading Proverbs. Whew, Proverbs is good. I've been going slow, but dang, it's like, <laughs> you know, you read it like 10 times when you're a kid and you're like, eh, I got it. Yeah. And then you read yeah. it as an adult and you're like, oh, wow, this is real life advice. So, so much I think starting my day with that, you know, it just totally changes my mindset for the whole day. And so, and we are that, loving us some that. breakfast time. Oh, no, no, no. We're in Austin now. No. Okay. Welcome to you Austin. You know what we're really yes. loving? We're loving Style Switch Barbecue. Oh, yeah. Say, Jamie, it's actually better than Salt Lake. And yeah. I think Franklin's is, I think it's better than Franklin's. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's up really there. Good. We've been, we've been in okay, so stop. Barbecue, You're making this pregnant so. woman hungry. I'm glad to be back in the <laughs> land of barbecue. We miss sushi, but barbecue. Oh, my God. Make it better. Okay. Well, we have a favorite sushi place. I'll tell you when we're done. It's up north, it's a hole in the wall, and it's great. Wow. I mean, have you been to Uchi and Uchiko? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are okay, great. We love those places too. Guys, Stevie Cezanne, thank you so much for joining me on the happy hour. It was so fun to hear the way that God had took you on this journey, finding the house that you're in now, the home that you guys are creating. Thank you, Jamie. Thanks, Jamie, for letting us tell our story. All right, come over soon. You guys, I did not ask Stevie and Cezanne to gush about my book. But I really do pray that the words I wrote are used to impact many people's lives for the purposes that God has created each of you to be. We're two weeks out, you guys. Like I said in the intro, 13 days and this book comes into the world. Can I ask you a favor? Would you pre-order the book today? And it's going to be on your doorstep on October 1st. You can start reading it. You can get it anywhere books are sold. I've heard that Lifeway.com is having some great deals for pre-order pricing. Be sure and check that out. And anywhere else books are sold. Again, for more details, text UBU, no spaces, to 33777. And I cannot say it enough, guys, if you ever miss anything from the episode, if you're wondering, what was that book they mentioned? Or what was that text they mentioned? Or what did they say about this? We usually have it all in our show notes. Go to jamieivy.com and search for the show there. Speaking of show notes, they were written by Abigail Castell. The show was edited and mixed by the team at Podshaper. Music developed for the show by Matt Graham. The whole thing is organized and produced by Lindsay Sweeney. Friends, enjoy your week. Share the show with somebody. Have a happy hour with someone. And I'll see you guys next week with Melissa Zaldivar, who's actually a new podcast host. Let's cheer her on. Actually, her show is called Cheer Her On. See you guys next week with Melissa.
The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.